0: This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now, unless it's Overcast. Get overcast for free on the app
1: store. I missed you last week. I know, I missed you. It felt very weird to not do the show. Yeah.
0: I know we uh, released the live episode from Chicago, but I was like, yeah. Oh my god, I miss my friend. I know,
1: I like I, I like had all this weight on me. Yeah. Like, uh. I had like burdens. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I wasn't accustomed to like care, like I couldn't release it. Like my morning pages were 100 percent insane. <laughs> like I, I had so much more spite and contempt for people. Like it was kind of crazy. I feel more, you on that.
0: You got to yeah. scream it out onto the microphones. It just like <laughs> it's gonna spill over into your life.
1: <laughs> and it did. I yeah. had a lot of jealousy. It's been, it's been a minute. Do you find that when you don't do shows that you have. Like ugliness inside
0: of you? 100%. The only reason I do shows is to keep the ugliness at bay. (laughs) I was telling Eric this. I was like, I need to really uh, like pump up my game. And you've inspired me because, you know, we talked about this on the podcast before how you are not shy about begging for spots. And I've always been like, well, it, you know, they're going to want, they're, they're going to have to ask me, uh, which is such a fucking ass backwards way of thinking. And I started, um, <laughs> I started begging for a lot of spots and I've yeah. been getting spots now. Yes. And it's, um, now and it's, it
1: begets more spots.
0: It begets more spots. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I told Eric, I was like, I need to do these or I'm going to be mean to you. And you don't yeah. want that
1: trust. I have been mean and I have been wrapped up in like weird, like that same sort of like jealousy cycles of like feeling like inadequate. And then when you go up because you haven't been going up a lot, like you're fucking self conscious about the things that you're saying I'm like working on new material. So it's like harder to get a footing on it. I just need to literally go out and grind for like four or five days.
0: Let me ask you this. Are you hitting mics?
1: No, but I never have. And I should. I started hitting mics. I'm going to start sprinkling them in like I because the thing is, I like I do enough showcases during the week. Like I do two to three, mm-hmm. but I need to on the night that I do those showcases, like hit up mics as well. And the thing is, I fucking get wrapped up in it. Like I would start drinking and then like blah, blah, blah. And so then right. I don't go. But that's what I need to do. I like need to do mics either before or after I do my showcase and not drink until I get to the final destination, you know?
0: I I hear you because Mike's, you think that you, quote, outgrow Mike's. And yeah. that, that's a thing that we all believe. We're, we're, I don't know if we're explicitly told that, but, you know, people have come to be like, oh, you're beyond you want to. Yeah. Yeah. You're beyond mics. And it's because I think we look at mics in a and when we say mics, we mean open mics, uh, yeah. which is the dregs of humanity. Mm-hmm. And the it's thing true. is, if you find the right mics, though, uh, yeah. it's a good place to be a workout like a gym because yeah. you have to be able to fail if you want to do new material. You have, there's no, there's no other way to build a good set without failing because you have to see what works and what doesn't work. And, um, and I was feeling like, well, I've been doing this for nine years. I'm beyond mics. And you know, I had this like stupid ass way of thinking about it. And then I saw a guy who was on Conan a third time Mm -hmm. at a mic and I was like, this guy, Brad Wenzel, Wendell. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Do you know him?
1: He's from Chicago. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know him. He's from Chicago.
0: Is he from Chicago? I thought I recognized him from Chicago. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's very sweet, very like yes. off and um, <laughs> random. And we, we just had him on Suddenly Stand Up. Anyway. He's got his own rhythm. He's got his own rhythm. It's it's yeah. very like Stephen Wrighty kind of. Uh, uh, yes. Not in like the depressed way, but in the no. like one-linery kind of way. Yes. Uh, and he's very sweet. And I... Um, not a real so-
1: confessional, personal guy, but you know. <laughs> no, very
0: opposite of me. And... <laughs> yes. He, he was on Conan a third time. And I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, I, I got to work out some stuff. And I was like, look at this. Look I'm at fine. this humility. I, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a page out of your book. You uh-huh. taught me a lesson about comedy, Brad. <laughs> he did. And I, I you know, it's a, a mostly ego kills comedy it really does yeah. and i've had to learn that lesson over and over and over hopefully i'll fucking stop learning it one day but who knows <laughs> oh, speaking of comedy I mean, it's
1: just, yeah i yeah. just i can't but yeah I mean, I mean that's i need to just do more shows i need more shows i need to grind it out but yeah
0: Ugh. I feel you. I know. It sucks. It sucks right yeah. now, on I feel you, but it's going to be great because you're coming out to LA. Yay! Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh we my haven't God. talked about it. We haven't talked about it since because last week was the live episode we released. Right. Um, so, guys, listeners, Ajma's, we have a live show in LA, 12 12, Thursday 12 12. Uh, at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Central Stage in LA. Very
1: auspicious. Very auspicious. Ye-
0: I uh, was very Twelve, 12, 12, 12. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's a good number. If you took this to like a chumjengi,
1: yeah, you know, like awesome. they'd be like,
0: <laughs> they would love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um The live show tickets are flying. By the way, I couldn't believe.
1: Uh, yeah, you better it, reserve.
0: You better this reserve. About
1: to be this is this is just about to be sold,
0: and it's Out. free. So why are you mm-hmm. not reserving? And I get it. Yeah. LA people are flaky as fuck, so people are not going to show up and stuff like that. But you, I know, listeners, you will show up. So go to our Twitter or Instagram. We have both now. Ajima Show at Ajama Show, mm-hmm. and the link. Is, the link is in our bio. If you don't have social media for some odd reason, uh, you <laughs> because uh,
1: you're a healthy. You're a healthy person yeah. that cares about themselves. <laughs> yeah, I get it.
0: you have a good sense of (laughs) self-worth. You can go to an actual website, comedycentralstage.com, and just click on tickets, and it will take you over to our ticket thing. You RSVP on Eventbrite. It's going to give you a reminder. And also, just put it in your calendar, because I know that I cannot function without my calendar app. Put so in your to,
1: iCal, put in your G Cal, put in a Cal Cal.
0: Yeah, put it whatever Cal you want, just put it in yeah. there. Um, and uh, we have a very special guest stand up opening, Mr. Sam O. Um, Sam O. I love Sam. He and mm-hmm. I do Gaijin AF together. We've hit some mics together. Um, he's a, a very funny guy. It's so much
1: easier when you have a buddy.
0: Yes, and we now yeah. because you know Jonathan Ussepi moved out here. One of our friends. Yes. Um. Be- after he moved out here, we started like having a little crew that goes out every Wednesday night and also Saturday nights if we're not like doing something. So it- it's like just put into the calendar, no matter what we're doing. It and Tuesdays and Thursdays we have morning rights right sessions. So it's become like a thing. Yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we write in the morning for the Wednesday and Saturday mics so that we could try out new stuff. So it's becoming a grinding system that we've subscribed to. And it's so much easier when other people are doing it because it's so hard to self-motivate. It is. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. You always, Peter. This is the thing. You always find a family, <laughs> like you do. You cultivate that vibe as a as a vibe. You know? I,
0: yeah, I guess I do. I, I do yeah. do that. Yeah.
1: You're. I mean, I'm a mother, but you're actually a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I am mother. Yeah. Um, like you're mat- You're like actually. You're maternal. I just happen to be a mother. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you, you do you feel like you don't cultivate a community? No, I don't. But give you're a doing fuck. you're doing this thing called a park show. You're getting a bunch of people together. That seems really yeah. exciting. You want to talk about it real it quick? It is very cool. What
1: you want to oh, talk yeah, about it real it. quick? Okay, this Saturday, uh-huh. You guys, I spent um a lot of money. I, I'm like in the red. Do you have <laughs> bought this pig? <laughs>
0: Can we go back and figure out, wait, can we explain what this is about? Because I see it all over the Instagrams, on the Facebook. Uh It's a giant pig that you bought from a farmer. Yes. And you're going to roast the whole thing and do comedy, right? What is the impetus behind this?
1: This is the thing. I love, like, I had college friends that would do this. And there's something about a pig roast that is very primal. Mm. It's like seeing, it's like a connection with what we eat in a way that is sort of divorced from modern life. And a pig roast is really primal.
0: Yeah, like you see the that, whole thing.
1: Uh, he, see the whole thing. We're eating it. You're cutting it. It's slow roasted for many hours. Wow. Like it is f- a fundamentally very primal thing. Mm. And the thing about a pig roast is that it also requires communion. Right? A community to get together. So because it's so big. So you need to have at least 30, 40 people come and fucking hang out. Right. And there's like it's take gonna take a long time. And that is a vibe
0: that, that I'm very
1: attracted to.
0: That's very cool. Like a long sprawling day yes. with people. And
1: that's like sort of where we as comedians, our functions began. Mm. Like man came out of cave, started fire, roasted some shit and was like, Well, we got some time. <laughs> you know, and like we have a fire. <laughs> Like who's the most hum- humorous motherfucker here?
0: <laughs> yeah. Get up and why
1: don't you humor us for a bit? You know? fu-
0: <laughs> Look at this guy. What the fuck is he wearing? Yeah, <laughs> making <laughs> fun of his loincloth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, I mean,
1: that's just like truly sort of the high-minded concept of it. Mm. And like for me, I would love for this to be an annual thing. Like I like this sort of. I like an. I enjoy an event. I love. To do that for people that is something I really do enjoy um like I love like I love gatherings I love events one hundred percent I think you said it once it's like you love to be a part of you love to make memories for people right I do and that's like something that i've Really, I when you said that, I was like, I never, I was like, oh, it really came together. That is the same thing I like to do. Like, mm. I don't even need it to be, I don't have as lofty of a thing for it to be a memory per se, but I love <laughs> for it to create. <laughs> like, I just like it to be nice. I like to get together. I like yeah. to be the hearth.
0: We like to host.
1: I do like to hoist. Yeah. Hoist. You I like, you to, like host. to hoist
0: stuff. <laughs> And you like to host a party, and that's where I—that is the Ajimanus in us. Yes, the Ajima yes. loves to host. You know, like yes. come into the house, blah blah. And uh-huh. I think honestly, it's because we're both control freaks.
1: Yes, we're both yes.
0: fucking freaks about control. So yes. we know that in other social situations, if we are invited somewhere, I'm not in control. This no is your control. party.
1: No, and I can't force people to eat at another person's party. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I can't I can't force fruit on someone's plate like, yeah. when it's not my house.
0: <laughs> Cut extra pieces of the, of the pork yeah, exactly. off and serve it to them.
1: I mean, that's the thing. It's like if you don't have like three days' food left over at a party, like you haven't you didn't prepared do it right. Enough.
0: You didn't do it right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's truly really, like it makes people uncomfortable, and that is what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, mean, that's sort of, that's the pork show that's happening this Saturday uh, in the parking lot of Cards Against Humanity. So the farmer's coming at like noon and then like by 630, it'll be like ready to go.
0: Awesome. So go check that out. The pork show at uh, $50 at
1: at the, uh, if you go online, 20 mm -hmm. at the door. But honestly, at this point, I just need people. I will let people in. (laughs) Ajimon listeners, especially, I will let you in. Because like the I just I just need for this pork to not go to waste. There's gonna be sides there. There's gonna be booze there. So truly, you're getting quite the fucking deal for twenty dollars. That's nothing. Come on. Uh, but donations accepted at this point.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, go help go help Angie out. Her bank account's yeah. in the red.
1: Like truly, like in the red because I like really got uh, swept away by this idea. So.
0: <laughs> I could already imagine. Yeah. So go check out her show uh, this weekend on Saturday at the Cards Against Humanity space. You can find her all up in her socials. Um, mm. Just to round out our live show, we also have Angry Asian Man, Phil, Mr. Phil Yu. He's Ooh. going to be our interview. This guy has been. If you don't know him. From Find out, okay, go to angryasianman.com. He has a blog that he's been running for. I want to say two decades, like since I was in college, almost like Mm -hmm. he's been around for so long, just being angry as fuck and talking about why um, shit is fucked up for Asians in the media. And he's been calling it out since day one. And he's just been an inspiration for me. And I know a lot of Asian comedians. So come uh, listen to him talk. He's a very nice man. Uh, And we're going to ask him some uh, probing questions. So that's going to be 12, 12 in LA comedy central stage, get your tickets, get it reserved. Okay. Okay, let's move on. With, uh,
1: yeah. Wait, Phil. <laughs> Wait, Peter. Let me ask what? you: Is there a booze there, or do they? Ha- is it BYOB? What, what do people do in LA? Uh,
0: there's a in that on that in that stage that's connected to a mm-hmm. like a uh, cafe that has beer and wine.
1: Okay. Yeah. Right, because like no one actually drinks in LA because no, because
0: like like everyone's driving.
1: driving. Everyone's driving. But there
0: will be an option, and also like it, it, you didn't hear from me, but if you sneak in a flask, I'm not going to fucking complain.
1: I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna complain. I'll encourage you. Yeah,
0: please share. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, really quick, I need to tell you. Like, uh, I kind of like already teased this already, but I have a singular goal. Yes. In my life, uh-huh. s- since I think when I ran into Brad at the mic, okay, because mm-hmm. he's been on Conan three times, and I love Conan, and I also love this guy Pete Lee. Mm-hmm. Do you know him? Comic? Yeah, I,
1: I, his, he's like an old time comic old time comic he's like also not Asian for those of us who are listening no. for those of you, he's not Asian he's very super
0: white um, very white <laughs> Wisconsinite super sweet sharp comedian yeah. he's been around for uh-huh. a while yeah he um, he stopped. he's not Asian but he stopped in and did a five minute set at the comedy store when we did Crazy Woke Asians <laughs> <laughs> and he and this other guy, this, this black guy. This white man and
1: his fucking privilege. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, at the comedy store, I think, I'm, don't quote me on it, but I think it's policy. If you run a show there, you have to let people drop in from the comedy yeah. store. So um, he was one of the guys who dropped in and he had a great set. And I uh, was like watching his clips and stuff. And he had this thing on Fallon about the secret. And we, we talked mm-hmm. about Dreaming Out Loud. Yes. And he was watching The Secret on Netflix. And he was like, oh, this is so stupid. Maybe I'll get like a comedy thing out of it. Like make fun of The Secret, whatever, right? And, and then at one point <clears throat> during the Netflix thing, it says, pause right now. This is where you pause. And then you say something out loud that you want, that you feel is outrageous. And he was like, Psh, okay. So he paused it. And he was like, I want to be on Fallon. And I want to crush. And he said it out loud. And then he just went back and watched the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Four days later or some amount of time later, I might be making the four day up, but very soon afterwards, he was doing a show in New York, just like a random set, right? Turns out Jimmy Fallon is in the audience and he he comes up to Pete and he goes, oh my God, you are amazing. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. And then within a week, he was booked on the tonight show. And he wow. went on the Tonight Show, did his set to a standing ovation. Wow. And he got booked immediately again. So he did two. I, if you look on YouTube, he did two Tonight Show sets in like nine months or something. Like wow. Insane. Usually yeah. they want to space you out. So like they loved yeah. him. And he was like and he did this like video about like how oh, the secret works. blah Well, I guess. So I paused watching that and I said. I want to be on Conan by March. (laughs) And you know how I like to be specific about my dreams. Okay. So I said,
1: (laughs) I want to make $46,000 at the end of 2018. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And
0: you know, you either achieve it or you don't, but at least there's a goal to be set. Right. So I said, I want to be on Conan by March. And um, that led me to start going to Mike's more and having a purpose driven life.
1: Yes, you love a purpose.
0: I love a goddamn purpose. I love a fucking clear goal. Who doesn't? Everybody. And it it. just like it makes my life uh, more interesting because I'm not just sitting around going, okay, comedy. Like there's a (laughs) there's an actual goal towards the comedy. So I started writing, 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 and doing, um, and really honing a five that's tv friendly and fun. And then I I asked Brad. I was like, what's your um. What's your take on this? Like, how do, what's, how do, how, do you have any guidance on getting on Conan? Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, make sure you have eight minutes. Don't do five because the booker wants to tell you yes, no, maybe on jokes. Yeah, So you want to like end up with five, but give him more. So it's like, okay. So I started doing that. And now I have, I have uploaded in the last two weeks, like four new tapes on onto my YouTube. Wow. In, insane, right? Like yes. out of control. I'm I'm on a tear, and I've been I've been such a nightmare. I've been emailing my agents like almost every day, so saying, "Here's my goal. Here's another tape. Here's my goal. Here's another." <laughs> like I'm wow. acting like a psychopath. <laughs> That's
1: great. And I'm you sure heard. they fucking
0: hate me, but I do not care. They work yeah, for me. Yeah, you have
1: to. You have to. Be, I mean, I I email my team. I'm like, just circling back on this email from three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I have a, I have a, I have a goal for both of us. Let us, Uh let us take the phrase circling back out of our lives.
1: Yes. Let's take it out of
0: our lives. Let us be direct about what we want and what we mean, because we do that. We make sure that, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a bother. Oh, you know, uh, uh, do you have time? No, we got to be direct with them because it's true. They understand direct. Mm-hmm. And they appreciate it, I think. And by they, <laughs> I, I mean you, the industry.
1: <laughs> because I think if you're not direct, they take your pussy-fittingness as um, uncertainty. Right. And they take directness and outright aggression as desire.
0: Desire and diva ambition yes yes. 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 And they're 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 uh, addicted to that.
1: But also, my perception of myself is like I say this, but my friend recently texted me. And um, was said, I had a dream about you that I surprised you with a trip to Singapore and mm. you had already been there and you were being a real diva about it.
0: <laughs> about the trip?
1: Yeah, like you didn't want to go because you had already been there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs>
1: and I was like, okay. I was like, so that's how other people see me.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: So, you know, we'll see how, when, when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, the, the Conan by March is, at least for you, Peter, the way that you write and the, how you fucking focus up. I mean, you say Conan by March, it might be Carnegie Hall by April. You
0: know? ah, <laughs> from your mouth, sis? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, uh, give, give us a little update on your life. Uh, we haven't heard from you in a while, so what's been up?
1: I have none of these. Peter, I am truly, like, I feel... More, I like. I just feel like a a little bit Vaseline on the lensy. Oh, okay. And and I think some of it is because I am not going out enough, so it's like Mm. feels like I'm just trying to get a footing Mm. on everything. But yeah, I'm working on a new eight, and I am pulling together some like. I'm just doing the mechanics of stuff, and I'm having difficulty with it. I'm just trying to get, and I was like, I got sick a couple of weeks ago and I was like, Blah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, like the, the single clear minded goal in this, it's like, I think I am working towards it, but I don't feel that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like,
0: what do you I'm, want by March? Um, <sighs> and this is why March is good because we're yeah. going into, um, holiday territory. And right. so, uh, um, this, the next two months are basically shot. You know, so like if you could get some work done, great. But it, it, how much work are you really going to get done with all this stuff? Right. But right. March is the end of the first quarter. And the this uh, if it'll start feeling like spring, at least in L.A. In, in Chicago, it'll be snowing till July. But, um, thing, you know, like there's a natural change in events, you know, so right. I think that's a good time to like set a goal. Right. And in three and three yeah. months is enough time to write anything, to be
1: honest. Yes. Yes. And I guess I want a new eight and I want um, a killer 15. Like I want chunks of time that aren't that are like truly killer, mm-hmm. like from top to bottom. You I know? feel
0: you. I feel you. I have yeah. so many tapes on my YouTube that I have discontinued or like unlisted yeah. because I was like, this isn't good enough. This is I mean, and yeah, it's I and it's actually good, but yeah, it's it's just not good enough. You want it to be killer.
1: I wanted to be killer from top to bottom. See, that's like why you're successful.
0: Eight. You're yeah. you're because you can't let yourself. You can't give yourself a goddamn break.
1: But I mean like It's just like you know Even like old material So like a new eight A killer 15 That like I'm taking old jokes And like tightening up New tags You know what I'm talking about Like when you look at old tapes Of course And you have like new tags on shit Or you put it in a new spot In the set And it feels new Mm -hmm. Like I want that And I want to be able to Take that And like So you know you want Going in by March Because you are in LA It's like proximity Mm -hmm. I'd like to like do a few headlining sets, you know. Like I'm already doing a few, but I'm not. I'm like it's a loose fifteen and then a tight eight, you know. Well, how many like that's how many minutes do you
0: need for a headlining set?
1: I think in Chicago it's like a twenty five. Okay. But I think I'm not doing clubs, so like maybe clubs would be nice. But I think I don't need that. Yeah. Because like some of it is like for me personally, like to have that goal, like I depend too much on other people's perception of what I'm doing. And right. I can't lean on that because I don't. I can't hang. I can't do this shit. So I feel like if I'm doing enough, there's like bookers out in Wisconsin or whatever that are interested and are always googling whoever, mm-hmm. and like my stuff always comes up. Because no one else is doing SEO, <laughs> and I'm doing that other. I'm doing that administrative comedic work. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> that's the shit I'm missing. When you come out here, you please come out like a day or two earlier than the show, so yeah. that we can hang out and work on our SEOs, and we got to do the we spa out here. We got. I got to tell you. I got to take you to the Korean spas.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, truly, that's and like we that's eat. how I. I just, but I think for me personally in Chicago. Good material rises to the top mm-hmm. Like if you're If you're out there And you're showcasing People will talk about Your good set.
0: That's so interesting Because that is the opposite In LA yeah. <laughs> There's So <laughs> many bad People that rise to the top And yeah. um And I don't get it So I, that's actually Also been motivating me A lot too Because I'm seeing a lot of mediocre and like a lot of like millennial comedy that's like whatever are we even doing this like uh, how stupid is it that we're doing stand-up like why are we what are you even doing you know like it's that mentality that's popular now i've gone through i've you know when i tell you i'm like singularly focused i am running through late night sets and yeah like Comedy Central sets, and like no other. I've seen literally everything That's on the so internet. It's
1: so funny. I was just doing the same fucking thing here. <laughs>
0: see? Always in
1: sync. It's so crazy because I was legit doing the same thing.
0: Okay, see, we have to
1: talk about it. See, this is. Yeah, because some of the JFL digital stuff Hello. is truly like, this is. It's bad. This is. It's bad. I mean, it's like, it's not that it's. It's like not bad, but it's like on par with other people that have been doing it for seven to eight years. It's like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like they are, they're like, there's a specific POV I can understand why they like. They're almost all very attractive.
0: They're almost all attractive, and there's almost none of them have jokes. (laughs) Yeah. it's a lot of flimsy Wait. observations and like half big premises and then making like murr, murr, like a little noise and then and the, and if you notice in those like jfl or like comedy central mm-hmm. videos digital videos yeah. no one's laughing
1: yes but i was assumed like cuz when I, cuz i because of you i was assumed that cuz it's industry no. and i'm like maybe cuz i'm industry i'm not laughing <laughs> n-
0: n- no no you can tell because like i'm sorry but like Pete lee said He's crushing. He,
1: he is crushing. He's
0: crushing. So like, yes. you know, some of that has I to do with do. like misogyny and do... racism too, you know, yes. of course. Yes. But yes. I want to, I want to have a late night set that's so loud that it's undeniable. I have seen so many late night sets where you're just watching and you're going, oh, they don't like him. Yeah. And he's not, yeah. they're not crushing. That's
1: why Jabuki stands out. Cause crushed.
0: crushes and they love him love see so the, the ones that do stand out do stand out but there's a lot of clutter
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: alright so well incredible. you know by March you will have that 15 by March I will have that Conan and uh, we'll have to set new goals that's dream it dream out loud dream out loud baby <laughs> alright <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> break and we'll be right back <laughs> Okay, we are back. Um, so, did you watch *Parasite* yet?
1: Yes. Oh my God, we have to talk. Yeah, we must discuss. Okay, we have
0: to discuss right from the beginning that um, the the socks in the window. Right into the beginning shot, and then it mirrors the last shot where he's... Okay, first of all, guys, if you haven't watched Parasite, please pause this and go watch Parasite and come back, because we're going to be talking about it, and I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have to talk about it. We have to
0: talk about it. So take a break and go.
1: Also, by the way, I knew 100% what was going to happen, because I looked up the ending, and I specifically... You are insane.
0: I hate that you do this. This is...
1: (laughs) I looked up. This is so Korean film spoilers. No.
0: <laughs> okay, but you still loved it.
1: I still surprised. Still yelped. Still gasped. Still cried. You know, like nothing about it was ruined for me. It was
0: some of the most hilarious gaffes and goofs I've seen in a film. When he, when the father, you know, like so that,
1: humorous. It's so funny.
0: Oh my god, uh, Song Song Kang I think is the is the name of the guy. Um, he. The father, when he uh, does the tuberculosis. Um, yes. The, kept
1: the hot sauce. The hot sauce out of the fucking can. <laughs> of the garbage can.
0: And he just looks at her. That was the, oh my God. I have, That's my comedy. That <laughs> struck my heart so much. I was like, dude, Bong Joon-ho is legit it. He, yes. he is life Like for uh, Not not just as a Korean director But as a director The yes. amount of fun he's having yes. and, and the amount of precision If you notice that every scene I, I watch it twice So like I, I realized a lot of new things That I didn't mm-hmm. see in the first one uh, Like a lot of foreshadowing of course And in yeah. every shot There is some kind of movement And mm-hmm. there's no need for that movement Except for the fact that it's Giving like an arc to the scene, you know what I mean. Right. H- have you seen um, Aquafina's movie, the The Farewell?
1: Farewell, no, I haven't seen it.
0: Okay, Lulu Wang does like a similar thing where uh-huh. she juxtaposes, and this is not giving anything away, but um, she juxtaposes a lot of sad, heartfelt scenes with background comedy. Right. It is very interesting. Uh, this kind of I don't I don't know if it's new at all. I don't know anything about film really, but uh, I just found it so precisely created bong Joon-ho created a masterpiece
1: yes but also the type of deflection and humor is so specifically korean yes it felt so deeply korean like even the thing where she her face when after the tb thing he, they like shake hands oh yeah and her <laughs> fi- face her like recoil and like the way the limp way that yeah. they hold
0: hands oh my god she was, was really truly- good the mom
1: Yes. Incredible
0: performance. The performances were so fucking good. All of
1: them. It's so good. And also each. Okay. So the fact that like, yes, it's one of those things where the film is aware that it's being funny. Yes. And it's like, they're like acting. Even the people are like giddy. The ca- actors and the um, the performances and the characters themselves are all giddy with the prospect. Yes. The prospect of ascension, this prospect. But even like that is like almost they're aware that this is funny, that this is like they're taking funny. the piss out of them.
0: They're like, yes. look at these rich fucks. We're yeah. going to go into their and, house and, and, and so take over their lives. He even says it. The dad character even says like the amount of money that's coming from that family to our family is insane. Yes. Right. Yes. And um, just. The, the is,
1: yes. And the, and the thing is, each shot is so perfectly because everything inside of uh, all the shots inside of the rich people's home mm-hmm. is so supremely clean and symmetrical. Yes. And sort of taken at a, uh, a lot of shots are like shown from a distance. Mm.
0: Like there's oh, like, a long, yeah. like medium,
1: medium level shots. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. Or like
1: longer shots. Like we're almost out uh, like we're looking from the outside in.
0: Yes. Oh, Absolutely. And from and, inside out when he's yes. when the sun's like laying on the tone yes. the garden yes. and he's just staring up yes. at the sky. The amount yep. of space that the shots occupy versus exactly. the amount of space that is crammed in their apartment. Yes. Yes. Oh my god And it's so,
1: it's so visceral the difference And even when they're going and down Oh my post god. all of the insanity During the I rains that, Yes Oh my god I mean the the fact that he is not only giving us a second to breathe mm-hmm. Like he understands movie as an experience
0: Yes Pacing He's was like, on point 100% On Pick jump.
1: fucking point Yes, yes. <laughs> And I
0: hate movies these days because they're pacing correctly They're always 30 minutes too long And this was a two hour movie fully And it did not feel yes. like it I was like no. it ended and I was like oh, give me one more minute <laughs> you
1: know please yes, give me because he was like it was it was he understood it as our for from our experience so truly this is also the indictment is happens on all levels right he is showing the brutality and like in the, like the insanity of like what it is to be poor mm-hmm the 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 indignity and utter humiliation that it, it oftentimes is. Oh my God! And the sort of ugly ways that we become mm-hmm. as poor.
0: Yes, and we because the thing is because only we are left are with truly, no choice.
1: No choice, because none of the, the only people that truly are without any, like that don't do anything outright bad, are the rich people. Right. Except they truly except don't do anything they do reprehensible.
0: except they do via microaggressions. Yes. And that's That's what ends up Flipping the dad You know Like yes. he just can't take One more Like ugh The smell mm-hmm. And then he the, It flips in his head Like I got I have to kill him
1: And it's true And it's, it's like I feel like The micro is exactly it Yes Because there's something About With rich people The weights And the scales Are already so heavily Tipped in their favor mm-hmm. The fact that they want Just a little more Is too much Too much it, That's why the SAT shit, that Felicity Hoffman Huffman shit, like that feels people get crazy about it because it's like they've already have all of it. Your thumb is already on the fucking scale. The fact that you demand a feather of like a of the weight of a feather more. Yes. That and the fact that I see it. Fuck you! Fuck the you! Stab you in the net. Yes, yeah. you have to die.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, you have to. Die. And the amount the, the of personalization that we got to feel because of the plot of the because they were so entrenched as a parasite inside yes. this family, we got to notice how the rich live and behave, as mm-hmm. opposed to like. um, Like a movie that uh, shows like the 2008 financial demise or whatever, you know, like the big, big sick or whatever. Not big sick. What's that uh, movie? The big, big short, big short. You know, shit like that, where it's like these fucking evil corporations, goddamn motherfucker. And but the thing is, the corporations have limited liability because there's not one face. There's not one person that you can drag. It's an it's an organization full of board members and invisibility. So when showing the how the rich corrupt and how how they keep the poor down. It, it, it was such a personalized story Because there was no real villains At the end of the day that, It was yeah. so cool to see that Everyone was a hero And everyone's villain Especially yes. Jessica's last moment Where oh! oh my god Jessica nice Oh, oh. So Dam, I think Is the name of the actress She was incredible Beautiful girl so
1: everyone's performances Were incredible Her on the fucking Smoking that cigarette On top on of the that On the toilet, toilet!
0: That is iconic.
1: Like I like breathtaking. I mean, just like this is something that people should watch instead of 1984.
0: Absolutely. Like in terms of
1: understanding post like post agro capitalism, like because 1984 is dealing with some like bullshit about communism. Right. Like and the dangers of socialism. No, 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 no. We need to watch this shit. And watch and like this is like this is some things that uh we as a society sort of innately are feeling Mm -hmm. and this is the other thing so some all this shit was so hyper specifically korean yes but because of the nature of capitalism and the way that it has been it is colonized everywhere Mm -hmm. it felt universal
0: absolutely and the uh talking about the specific korean thing and something we constantly bring up here as korean americans understanding how america has affected korea and how we as korean americans live in america with this identity that's split the um the metaphor being uh, uh, drawn through the uh episode not the episode the movie of the kid having this indian teepee and the fact that they keep referring to yes. the thing as an american product so it will be better and yes. it will be, and it will. so.
1: I and mean, they do. People do. Just as a Fuck. side note, people in Korea are very into right now Native American culture. <laughs> it is a thing. It's it is straight up a thing. Like my, uh, it's psycho. The, it is psycho. Like my friends, uh, I had a, brought a friend to a show that I had, and her brother. She's a Mexican uh, American who lives is from like Pilsen and her brother married a Korean woman and they live together in Korea. Okay. He's been there for six years. Like he's locked in. He's a fucking living there Mm. and his kids go to an international school. Like where people like the people in Parasite, the rich people would send their kids. Right. Mm. Yep. Columbus day.
0: Oh God. They were all dressed as Indians. Oh my God.
1: Like straight up like fucking war paint. They don't even know any, they don't (sighs) know. It's like it's like the like Germans are also very into it. It's like the idea, it's this idea of freedom, space. Like it's very appealing to them. Yeah. And, and all, the a, a, yeah, And what it is, like insane. are they are
0: they like, um, <clears throat> are they like glorifying the colonization of these people? Like what no, is it? No, it's,
1: it's like a fet- It's a fetishization of the Native American. Like, oh, it's of themselves. being like a
0: first people.
1: Yes. Oh my. God. And it's like and it's uh. Just as disturbing, because it's compounded compounded by the fact that like Koreans themselves are obsessed with like you were mentioning in Parasite, American made. Yes. If it's made in America, it's it's good notch.
0: for me, top notch. And yeah. the 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 way they uh, like easily slip in and out of English phrases.
1: Yes, it's very rich people. It's thing to very
0: one percent in Korea, and that's yes. the the searing satire of that. Oh my.
1: God, i, t- I mean, Max, Max and make fun of that specific accent, like, of oh, yes. Koreans that have spent some time in America kind yeah. of English. Yes. Don't you think? It's like a little too much, like trying to be too smooth. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you're like, like,
0: this isn't a native English speaker. Please yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. This is like you learned it in college.
1: Yeah, yeah But like they studied abroad Everyone studies abroad right? That's like why they love it When we go
0: and there And speak English As we yes. are native speakers yes. Yes. And they're like Oh my god How does your tongue Swirl like that In your mouth <laughs>
1: <laughs> But it's like a big It's like a It is a point of like, cultural, like, just, like, a a, a, a Volkswagen Passat and, Airpo, you know, AirPods. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, like, sending your kid to study in Europe is, like, a thing for American families. Right. Like, upwardly mobile American families. Mm-hmm. The same is true for Korean families. Like, my my cousins studied in America um, for a semester to, like, you know, learn English, basically. Like, and, you know, it's like a show of wealth. And then you go back to Korea and then helps you find a mate. For whatever reason, I don't
0: right. know. Right, uh, you you um, come back like uh, up a notch, like you've yes. you've you've climbed up the cast somehow.
1: Yes, yeah, it's like it's somehow, like oh, and that's what goes on a resume. Like you can go and with your job. <sighs> I mean, like all that stuff, it helps. And like my, I mean, it just like my parents. <laughs> What's insane is that, like, my cousins lived in a nicer place in Korea than, than my parents, like, one bedroom. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> like, you know, they, like, slept on the ground. I mean, you know, it's, they slept on the ground over there, too. But, like, you know, it's not, it's not as nice. And their situation is much worse here. It's just the fact that they could come.
0: It's the space, the amount of space and opportunity and the uh, ability to break out of your social strata. That is what's intoxicating to Koreans about America and uh, uh, to everyone. America still is that place where you can go from. You could become Kanye West.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, sort of. But there's also like far (laughs) fewer. I mean, let's not hope not. But like um, a cautionary tale. But it's like a rigidity rigidity. Like when my aunt and uncle came from Korea. I took them out to a barbecue place, and we're like, let's sit outside. It's, like, really nice. And they, like, couldn't believe that we were eating outside. Like, it was, like, for them, as older people, like, it would be an improper thing to do. Oh, wow. Like, you only eat outside, really, when you go to, like, you know, when you after you but, drink, like, the places underneath the tents.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, like, it's, like
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. If, maybe that's what it's called. I don't know specifically. But it's, like, you know, drunken, yeah. like, afterwards, late night market stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. O-dang but, like, the idea. Yes,
1: yes. But, like the idea that you would go to a fancy restaurant and sit outside it was like very they were like scandalized by it.
0: and to us, that's um, like a thing we want outdoor seating, especially yes. like in in Chicago. once yeah. the summer hits, ev- literally everyone's eating outside
1: and like in the rain, like well like <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen people just like whatever it doesn't fucking matter. Like up until November, people were like, why not? <sighs>
0: um, and just the but, uh, utter um like uh, helplessness of the ending just really ripped my soul apart of him having that dream and showing that moment where he comes up, the father comes up from the basement. Yeah. And then he's like, one day we will be reunited. And then as the mother comes to hug them, it fades, it dips from, it dips to black into the same opening shot at the end with the same ASIC sock wheel. Mm -hmm. And then just freezing snow. And he's just sitting there writing this letter to nobody.
1: Morse code.
0: I'm distraught. I'm still distraught.
1: Also, also how funny was that detail that their mom was so strong?
0: (laughs) I loved it. We needed it. It was perfect character building because the dad was so beat down yeah so fucking beat down and she the way she treated him was so fucking funny with no respect and then but that was all of that was building because we know as koreans that if that's something that we if we saw we would be afraid that the dad would hit her and they even played with that they even went to the fact where he grabbed her thing and they were fucking around When she was, like, basically putting him down. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Beautiful film. Please go watch it. I can't. We don't have enough time, but, like, I can't talk about it enough.
1: It's, like, it's almost, like, with this and the pachinko, it's, like, the way that it's almost just desserts. (laughs) That the people that are creating the most searing satire Mm -hmm. and the most searing indictments of, like, what we've become... Mm -hmm. Are the products of a culture, Korea specifically, that was colonized so aggressively by American capitalism and democracy? Yeah, it's like somehow we, because we were so deeply infected and went through, like basically a, a, a sort of like four generations of growth instead of one. Like we've learned a lot of lessons. We you have, know? and like and like it's um, happened to a society and like happened to a culture that like the line that really. Is like like sociopolitical sort of like thing he put in was was it like um, uh, like you know when 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 there's like a like college graduates are like you know uh, there's a ton of when there's like a line of college graduates to fill one position.
0: Mm.
1: I mean that's one hundred percent true. Like yeah. a lot of my cousins in Korea, they like didn't get jobs. They're in their mid thirties because people oh just there's God. no room, there's no jobs.
0: That's so crazy
1: they all have master's degrees and they're just waiting for like a VP to die. Just wait. Like, oh
0: God. Yes. Oh my yes. God. So yeah, go watch it please and um, email us. We'd love to get your takes on it. We know we have a lot of smart people listening and we want to converse. Like I, I have so many things I would want to like just just really just gab about About this film I want to just sit down And eat some like duk And eat, talk about this film um, And in lieu of that Please email us Ajumashow at gmail.com Or tweet at us Whatever Reach out to us DM us We'd like to hear Your thoughts on this movie um, mm-hmm. Moving on a, a little bit of a sad news um, There is a um, A store owner uh, In Choi uh, And ajma owner of McCord Market in Lakewood. And Lakewood is that um, place we shouted out uh, many episodes back. Uh, it's home of the former kick-ass Korean Sulta Warnick. Um, and this is, uh, Lakewood's the biggest town in Pacific Northwest, and that's she was one of these people who came over early and started the Korean Women's Association in Lakewood, um, wh- which was a place where, like, Korean women who were married to GIs could come and escape, like, an abusive relationship. That's how it, it, oh. it, it was, like, a huge thing. And we gave a shout-out to her as Kick-Ass Korean many, many episodes back. Anyway, mm-hmm. Lakewood, the neighborhood's back in the news, because the store owner, In Choi, it's just like a little bodega store um, that many Koreans own. She, uh, there was a robbery and um, she tried to stop him and like chased him out and he stabbed her to death.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And the killer is still on the run. So, Oh my god! yeah, if you're in the Lakewood um, area, uh, please look up the story. Or if you're in the Seattle area, look up the story because there's a clear shot of this man. Of what he looks like And what he was wearing He was wearing a hoodie uh, Jeans And um, A hat And the hoodie said disobey So it's like very clearly He might have dished it by now But If you have any information The the family's still looking For justice And the cops oh And, and the And this Korean The Korean family doesn't know English So they had to use a translator To talk to the cops And oh. it, it's just like Such a heartbreaking fucking story This lady is you know, she's well into her fifties. She was almost in retirement age and you know, and this is just for store owners everywhere. Like if you're getting robbed, just give them the fucking money. It's not worth getting stabbed over. Okay. And I'm not trying to victim blame right now, but just don't do it, please. This is so fucking sad. There's no need to get hurt over money. We could always make money. Money is stupid. It's a, it's a, it's not even real. It's a value. We as a society put onto it, please just give it away. But if you do have if you know anything about this just google this information Choi, lakewood um mccord market um it, it, there's all this news around it uh or if you have an anonymous tip please dial 253-830-5064 uh you can find it all over the internet and let's catch this guy because this is so fucking it, it, like it, it, it I, you hear about this stuff a lot but like I think it's the stabbing that's really getting to me because a lot of times it's like oh they got shot Uh, which is not better but like there's an intimacy to a stabbing that's so hateful and that energy is uh, multiple times by the way so um, let's find this guy and let's bring him to justice
1: that's
0: crazy Um, stabbing yeah let's take a little break we'll be right back All right, we are back Thanks for sticking around Um, The show has to be a little shorter today Because we have to run But we also Mm. wanted to uh, make sure that we had time For our favorite part of the show, of course It's Kick-Ass Koreans, y'all ki All right, my (laughs) Kick-Ass Korean uh, today Is none other than the actress Who played Moon Gwang in Parasite
1: Oh, we're like sinking
0: Lee Jong-un, okay
1: Yeah, we both picked women You did? Yeah.
0: Oh great. I usually (laughs) try to go for women, usually or queer. But (laughs) Yi Jong un she was the woman who played Boom Guang the Old, a a, the maid who gets fired. The performance in this, she needs every fucking award.
1: Amazing. I
0: want her to be nominated for a goddamn Oscar for Best Supporting Role. When she comes back and they do the scene through the bell, that camera, it was I was so scared. I was like, what yes. the fuck is going to happen? I had no idea what was going to happen. And then to see uh, the mom, uh, the our mom, like, go downstairs. And we are expecting there to be some kind of, like, viciousness. And she's stuck against the wall in the fucking cabinet. Yes. Hilarious. Like, just the precision amount of setup and punch. The amount of... Um, The amount of uh, of, uh, tension built and released. This guy is a genius. And this lady really, uh, Lee Jong-un really killed it. And um, notably, it was mean, just
1: perfect. It's like perfect movie making. It was like a perfect movie. Yes.
0: And the perfect casting. When she went into that North Korean thing, mocking them, it was so yes. fucking funny yes. and so good. Please. I was laughing so much. So I was fucking much.
1: I was laughing so much. Yeah.
0: And she was also. Re- I don't know
1: what it would be like to read it. Because like a lot of mm. the people that I went to go see it were laughing. So I was like, is it because you have to read it?
0: Oh, I, a lot of stuff is missed. Yeah I mean it, the, the translations Were pretty good But
1: Yes I agree. There's
0: so many Little Korean things That I was laughing at Alone Yeah That no one else Was laughing at Uh
1: huh uh-huh.
0: Um. So yeah My kick ass Korean Is Lee Jong Un um, I just really loved her I was thrilled
1: She's a, She was amazing I mean yeah. the movie itself Is just a tour
0: The force <laughs> <laughs> Yes all right. Who do you got okay, today? So
1: I have the author of a very popular film right now called, um, Kim Ji Young mm. born 19, 1982, which is born. the. We're both years of the dog, right, Peter? Yeah.
0: That's our So year.
1: it's a film based on the novel of the same name. And it's like basically a quote unquote feminist film. Okay. And, uh, the woman who wrote it, uh, her name is, uh, Jo Namju, mm. and she's like a uh, uh, like used to write for television and shit, and then she wrote the story like in no time, and it's become this like sort of like it's like become this like center of feminist discussion, like a chasm inside of the culture that like a lot of um, the sort of alt right incelly type of um, men in Korea are like accusing as being like anti men, anti male.
0: Oh God. These yeah, MRAs, I mean, MRAsians. Have yes. you heard of these? Ugh, fucking I mean, it's also,
1: MRAs are, a ton of them are fucking Asian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it, I mean.
0: It honestly makes sense, though.
1: Yes. Asian bros are truly one of them. They're, the worst. I think, the worst bros.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I used to hang out with I them. I mean.
1: I know because I mean like truly like, because they, they have this sort of like deeply embedded misogyny that is inherent to our culture.
0: Not only Plus, the misogyny, but of- the self-hatred, the yes. uh, the small dickenness and the yes. amount of like stress they feel about not having a cock that's worth anything.
1: The, and like and then just like the regular pressure of being Asian from their parents and like right. all of that. Like, you know, just like a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure and there's no release. You know, because you like males don't really talk to the, each other in a way that they're like it's like cathartic and feels good. Right. So you know, there's that, and especially if they are also the only sons in a family, and like they have like Wang Jung, you know, like that syndrome.
0: Wang Jepiong. That's yeah. why I I applaud any cis straight um, male that listens to this podcast because you are <laughs> you are levels beyond, honey. You are, and you yeah. you're gonna you're yeah. the next generation of Asian men.
1: Mhm. It's true. Please. So it's like a very it's a, it's it's been like a number one uh playing like a hit. Um but it's like it's not even that feminist. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, basically almost, like, Bridget Jones's diary level. <laughs> like, it just sort of catalogs the sort of, like, small indignities of a woman working in an office in Korea. And that's it. And it's created all this thing. And so, like, the fact that these are, like, small strides and they're being highlighted, it's, like, this is part of it. Like, as the of um, parasite of... Um, fucking pachinko like all this shit that's coming out mm. out of like you know this is like Dr. Pimple Popper shit you gotta get it out
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta release gotta release <laughs> so I gotta release yeah
1: and so as it's happening I feel like from the most mainstream to the most artistic to like everything in between we just like get it out you know yeah and then it'll be shewane. Ah shewane. <laughs> Ah siwone Ah <laughs> uh,
0: Well I hope this episode Was ah siwone for you uh, Thank you so much for listening uh, You know what We love you guys We would love to see you At our LA show So please Please, please come out December 12th Thursday 8pm Comedycentralstage.com That's where you can get tickets uh, Thanks so much for listening Until next time Bye
1: Bye Audio